Hello, hello, my loves, and welcome to another episode of Cocktail Conversations with Shannon. It's the first episode of 2021! Woo! We got five whole days of the sun shining. Uh, Kavya Wade was smiling on Instagram. I felt like that's a sign of good things to come, isn't it? Uh, she's been showing a shade and, and anger since her birth, so the smiles... I felt like that was the Lord telling us it was going to be all right, right? I woke up this morning and found out that uh, Warnock and, uh, well, then I found out uh, uh, Osof, Osof, John Osof, am I saying it right? Reverend Warnock and that cute little white man, Ossoff, whose name I can't pronounce, won the Senate seats in Georgia, which flips the Senate to Democratic control. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And as I was in the nail salon and checked my Twitter, I said, Oh, what's happening in the Capitol? Y'all, these people have lost their minds. They stormed the Capitol, um, they ruined the Electoral College session, all because of they, Lord, they want to quote, stop the steal. And of course, their president egged it on and was the uh, instigator for all of this. They literally attempted to destroy democracy and stage a coup. Waving Confederate flags. It just seems like that flag's bad luck. Well, they have a new flag, that Blue Lives Matter thing they carry around and Trump flags they carry around. These people have a thing for flags. Not winning, but flags. Um, I'll be honest, it's a scary sight to see as a citizen of this nation, um, seeing people desecrate the sacred halls of the Capitol. Um, it's very scary. And now as a black woman, it's infuriating that they were even able to do so, that the police almost acted as if they were co-conspirators by letting them get in. The fact that someone was able to put their behind in Nancy Pelosi's seat and their feet on her desk and then leave her a threatening note enrages me because just a few months ago last summer as people of color and our allies as black people let me not even get cute with this people of color stuff because it's black folks and our allies hit the streets to protest against brutality and the loss of life not losing an election losing actual lives Officers were ready with barricaded human walls, tear gas, white vans to throw people in. And for them to have these armed people storm through a government building, our politicians were hiding in fear in their offices while these people ran ramshackle around our nation's capital. It's infuriating. And it is a clear, stark reminder of the two types of America that uh, black people live in and that our white neighbors live in. And it is frustrating. I do think that this may serve a good illustration for um, our lovely white friends that are maybe more middle of the road or say things like, well, I just don't like the destruction of things and things like that. I want you to see that it's not just okay. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that, that middle of the road take you have is what has ensured this sort of behavior. Four years ago, when Trump came in office, there were those of us screaming from the rooftops, this is the start of anarchy. This is the start of foolery. Look at how he's inciting a violence and misbehavior amongst his supporters. And we had to endure 
being told we were crazy, we were hyperbolic, we were, um, like even Dave Chappelle, like every privileged male, every rich male wanted to tell us, just wait, it might be okay. Dave Chappelle gave us a little speech on SNL. I remember Dr. Phil gave us a speech on his show, just that we should wait and see and not go to extremes. I think we have seen that the words of the people who were hysterical in 2016 were prophetic. It was not hysteria. It was not hyperbole. It was not the extreme. It was a prophetic word and it should have been taken heed. So, you know, child, I'm minding my business. If you're a black person, don't be out in them streets unless you're an actual officer of the law. This is not your battle to fight. This is uh, a fight of democracy. Let the people who should be fighting it, who should have defended democracy in the first place, come out and defend it. I'm going to stay home and drink me some hot cocoa, and I suggest you all do the same. Um, my lovely liberal white friends, hear me clearly when I tell you that now is the time for you to act up. Hear what I'm saying? It's time for you to cuss out your uncle. I normally don't encourage these sort of antics, but let's do it. It is time for you to ruin a family dinner, destroy their Easter, remind them of facts, call them what they are. Don't just be nice and smile on their face and go home and go, well, you know, I don't agree, but you know, that's just how Susie is because Susie don't mind spewing her racism and her idiocy around you and your children. So it's time for y'all to fight back and fight back on the battlefields that you actually live on. And that is with your friends, your family members, your neighbors, and your co-workers for whom the ones that can't fire you. I ain't telling you to lose your job. But this is this is the time where you actually have a, a, a balance on a playing field that we don't have. And that is you have intimate relationships with people who may have some views that you know have led to the destruction of this nation as we know it in terms of its ability to progress. Um, hey, now's your time to shine. Show out. Cuss an uncle out. You know, that's just my advice. What else has been going on? Let's get into some more fun things other than the destruction of this nation, huh? Hmm. Let's do that. Have you all been listening to, I don't know if I'm, uh, her name is Hillary Baldwin, but she's been going by Hilaria. Hiyaria? I don't know how she's been pronouncing it. <laughs> so Alec Baldwin has a wife who, up until maybe a week or two ago, people assumed was actually from Spain. She had an elaborate wedding uh, a few years ago where she wore a mantilla, which is like the Spanish veil, and they had to do all these Spanish customs from Spain. And she's been telling because she speaks with sort of this broken Englishy accent. And what we have found out is that Hilaria is Hillary. Her parents retired to Spain, but she's from like Jersey or somewhere super normal. And um, she's been living, she's like the Rachel Dolezal of Europeans. Like she just wanted to be exotic. And as she's been quoted as saying, she is living her life. I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, I will never understand. I Okay. I understand liking another culture. I understand celebrating a culture that may not be your own i understand growing up in a culture and maybe even having lived in certain places and having strange accents i'm looking at you dorit from real housewives of beverly hills she's got the strangest of all accents it's like weirdly 
British and American mixed together. But, you know, her husband is British. She's lived in the UK. However, she's never lied to us outright and said that she was from somewhere other than the United States. Like she was, she's not said that she's not pretending to be from an entirely different origin or ethnicity or culture or nation. She's got this weird accent. Um, something, there's a very handsome boy, um, that was on TikTok. He is white, but he has grown up in the Virgin Islands, I think, some island. And he goes back and forth between this American accent and this island accent fluently, like with no hesitation. And he even says, like, when I'm in the island, I, I slip into this accent quickly. When I'm in the U.S., I slip into U.S. English. It just happens. Again, the baby is not pretending to be something that he's not. So it'd be one thing if she had a a slight like lilt from being fluent in Spanish and having grown up there. Um, Or even if she was just like, shoot, I like Amantia and I like Spain, so we can do a Spain-themed wedding. But she's been living a full (coughs) exchange student-style lie as an adult woman, and that's just dumb. Grown women, stop lying about who you are. Don't lie about your race. Don't lie. It's stupid. It's not just like lying is bad, but it's also like you look incredibly dumb. But she's rich and married to Alec Baldwin. She'll be fine. You'll be fine, Hillary. Nothing wrong with that. Stop lying, though. Dr. Dre is in the hospital. He um, had an aneurysm. And um, I don't really know what to say because aneurysms are scary to me and um, sad. And I hate when anybody has them. Dr. Dre is also in the midst of a very public, very messy divorce. His ex-wife is literally trying to take everything, taking everything from him. Um, yeah, she don't mind. She don't mind. And a lot of things have come out about him in recent years about his extreme abuse, especially like in the 80s. I forget the name of the female journalist um, that was a hip hop journalist that he basically like broke her jaw or something to that effect. We know Michelle A detailed um her struggles with him and he he was very abusive to her when they were in a relationship and now his ex-wife is saying that he cheated and was abusive to her throughout their marriage as well. Um man, just try not to build y'all's karma up like that. Like just that's my only advice like when you when you get to a certain age and you get sick because bodies break down as you get older don't have people sitting around thinking well he was an abusive old thing but so far he's okay guys he's uh he's been up talking he should be on the mend and um you know i i don't like ill will on people i want people to live and grow and change and improve so we hope for change growth and improvement from dr dre you know, please don't pop up and give us a gospel album after this. I mean, love the Lord, but that's just cliche. I could feel it coming. I can feel it coming in the air and I don't want it. Okay, let's talk about something really, 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 really cute. And that is that Nicki Minaj finally showed us her son. He is her twin. He looks literally like a baby Minaj. And he's so cute. Oh, he's got the chubbiest cheeks. He looks like a little Michelin man. And all those pictures she has him, he wears the fanciest little outfits. There was one little outfit. He had a little pair of jeans and a and a little button-up shirt. He looked like 
Oh, he looked like somebody's baby daddy at their baby shower, all dressed up in his little jeans and button up. <laughs> oh, he's cute. That just made my week a little bit happier. Just looking at, I love a baby picture. Y'all know how I am. I just mm, love it. So cute and so cuddly. So congratulations, Sneak Minaj. Not just for having a baby, but for having a very cute one. <laughs> We're going to take a break. I'll be right back with my guest, my friend, Martha. She's also a coach. And we're going to talk about, A, who can benefit from having a life coach, but also um, some steps and things that we can do to manifest and be positive and have a bright outlook for this 2021. So take a short break. We'll be right back with my guest. Welcome back, everyone. I am here with my guest, Martha. Uh, she's a coach, and we're going to get into that. But with it being the new year and 2021, I know we don't want to do things the same way we did it last year. So I'm really, really excited to have my friend Martha here with us to talk about thriving in this new year. Uh, Martha, tell the people a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you do. Thank you so much for that introduction, Shannon. I'm so happy to be here. Um, my name is Martha. I actually have my own coaching business, which is called Thrive with Martha. I basically help people um, just kind of goal set, kind of um, personal development, anything you'd like to be successful in. That's my department. I like to enhance like any of your skills. Um, maybe if you need some knowledge or you need help with performing and anything, whether it's work life. It's your love life, your health life. I pretty much want to hold your hand and help you through the whole process. I love that. Tell me exactly, so what exactly is coaching? Like a lot of us, you know, I anyone who listens to the show knows that I'm always bringing up Ianla. But I remember when Ianla first came out, she was a life coach, not a therapist, but a life coach. So right. explain to people what the difference is between like a coach or a counselor or, you know, a real like psychologist. Like what's the difference? Well, I feel like um, a psychologist is basically going to hear your issues, um, kind of, and they're they're actually licensed, and it's a different setting. Where I would say coaching, I'm more of like a, I would say like a mentor. I have conversations with you. Um, I actually um, get on a personal level. I'm like holding your hand. With a coach, we schedule calls. We have group meetings. There's other people that have like the same goals or interests that you do, and you have more support. I feel like a psychologist is kind of like, you're like a number. A therapist, you're like a number. I'm more like, kind of consider me as a friend, but more um, of a professional friend. Gotcha. Like, I, yeah, that's that's like the difference, I would say, from my point of view. Okay. And then I guess, so my next question would be as a person is listening, how do you know you need a coach or that you would benefit from having a coach? Um, okay. So when life gets hard, we sometimes need support, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens is our, our family and friends, they're not always so supportive and they're not always helpful. Right. Yeah. And there's things that you have visions 
there's there's um, visions in your mind that you can't get like like a clear communication. You want to express those feelings, right? Mm -hmm. And not so many people want to listen to you. And that'll be like your close friends. But think about a stranger, someone that you confide in, someone that you can share those goals and those visions with. And I actually give you feedback and I bring those, you know, visions to life. I actually help you be the best version of yourself or whatever it is that you want to achieve because you're able to tell me everything and I'm going to give you great feedback. I'm going to hold you accountable yeah. and your friends and family don't do that. Why do you think, why do you think that is? I feel like people are stuck with the old you mm. when they know, when they know you, they're stuck with the old you. They're not familiar with this new and improved Shannon. They're not familiar with this Shannon that has bigger dreams right. and bigger goals. They're stuck. And, you know, with coaching, we're, we're, very, um, we're stuck. We're not stuck in the past. We're actually focusing on today, right. on bettering you today. Right. So it's very powerful. You know, you, you really don't, focus on oh my gosh how my past was I did this in the past we don't focus on that we barely focus on the future we focus more on today and the present what is Shannon going to do today to get closer to her goals right. what does Shannon need to do that's how we approach it gotcha and you know sometimes with our friends and family you know people can't pour out of an empty cup no. and so people can love you but they may not know how to guide you, how to advise you, how to motivate you, you know, because sometimes it's hard for us to do that for ourselves, much less the next person. So that Absolutely. doesn't necessarily mean that your family doesn't want you to succeed. But a lot of times people don't really know what to tell you or how to help you in succeeding. So it's, it is good to reach out to a professional or someone who may have a line of sight that's different than, exactly. than you. Exactly. And, you know, I find, you know, people... They're not, sometimes they're just not ready for that new and improved person that you want to be, mm, you know, and invested in your old patterns. Exactly. And the path, that's what, you know, I was trying to say. It's like, we're, you know, we're stuck in that old Martha, like, you know, Martha used to do this and, you know, I don't think Martha is capable of doing what she's talking about. Mm. And then it starts to make you doubt yourself where a coach, we don't have a doubt in the world, you know sky's the limit you can do anything right because I don't know the old you I just met you today exactly <laughs> yeah you exactly. told me you want to be an astronaut let's look at some programs and exactly. I have no exactly. clue what you got in math in the third grade to tell you you're not good at math so maybe you can't you know yeah yeah I get exactly. what you're saying I, I would never doubt you I would never doubt you you're a stranger to me and now you're a new client associate you know friend we're getting to know each other but at the same time I'm actually going to empower you I'm going to tell you everything to get you to that next level because I'm there to help you and support you I don't know the the past Shannon yeah or what Shannon had issues with in the past right it's all about what's happening right now and looking forward exactly exactly okay now here's the part of this interview where I nose into your business yes <laughs> what led you to even wanting to be a coach? 
I've always been a people person and a helpful person. Um, everyone comes to me for help, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always been that friend or that family member that takes on everyone's issues and problems. And I was always help you get through your issues and your problems and kind of like a positive reinforcement in everyone's life. Yeah. Um, and that's what got me. I, I've been passionate about helping people. And I figured out that I'm so good at helping everyone, but I'm not as well, you know, as good as helping myself. If that, mm. if, yeah, it, it was, it was very difficult for me. So I went through a lot of, um, you know, self-love. Um, I was in an abusive relationship when I was really young. Um, I had to take necessary steps to get out of that. I had to like find myself. I had to manifest, you know, we can get into that another day on another episode, but there was a lot that I went through that led me to coaching and said, you know what? I want to help people. I've been through challenges. I've gotten through it. How can I help people? What can I do to give back? Mm -hmm. What can I do to give back where it's, you know, doing something that I love? Yeah. Yeah. And when you and I met, ironically, you're the first friend I've made since COVID-19. So it took me weeks before I saw the bottom of your face because <laughs> I know I remember because we were masked up the entire time yes, yes in class I know and you know it was it was so pleasant to sit next to you and just kind of get what you're doing and I I'm so um you know happy to be on your podcast I'm so glad to have you because we were having a conversation and, you know, we, we were both in real estate class together. And, you know, you keep it, well, what's the chapter? What's this? And I feel like we had a break. And all of a sudden, the conversation got real deep, real fast. It did. It did. I have that I have that on everyone, that impression on everyone. Literally, yeah. I can anywhere. And I'll get you, like, into a deep conversation within minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was so intrigued because you were telling me a little bit about your story and about... And I know you said we could do this another day, but I have to ask because this has become sort of a theme throughout yes. my episodes. And that has been that you are really good at manifesting and, yes. and, and sort of bringing yourself out of your situation. So, and you talk a little bit about that on your website, that you had your own stuff that you came out and you kind of alluded to it a little earlier. Tell right. us uh, just a little bit. I know about the abusive relationship. But, you know, that mindset, you know, we're in a new year, new you kind of place, right? Right. But the hardest thing to change, sometimes it's easy to move from a physical location, right? I don't like this job, I'll leave. I don't like this town, I'll move. But leaving your own mind is hard. So help help the people out in terms of getting unstuck. What is it that you do to help you move mentally from one place to the next? Um, It would be changing your mindset right when you go into manifestation it's letting out all of the doubt there is no doubt in manifesting and that has to do with christian manifesting when you believe in god and god is your universe versus your universe you know people that are spiritually and all they um you know believe in is the universe right it's 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 both the same thing everything that you ask god or you ask the universe, mm-hmm. you have to thank the universe for the good and bad times. You have to live in the end. People don't realize that 
your happy ending, like, let's say, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Um, today, Shannon, you know, you're now you have your real estate license. You're going to start dominating um, the, you know, you're going to start dominating um, the, the real estate industry and you're going to be selling homes and making millions of dollars. Yes. Say that. Uh-huh. Okay. So in order for me, if I wanted to manifest this into my life and this be a factor, I would literally say, thank you, God, right? I believe in God. And I would say, thank you, universe, to your, you know, universe listeners. And I would say, (laughs) thank you for making me um, the best realtor in Florida. Thank you for making me have a million clients and, you know, so forth. I would set it where I am living in the end. Mm. And you don't give up on it. People lose hope. Manifestation is with faith. You have to have faith in what you are saying. And words are very important. If I say today that I, you know, I'm not going to sell a home, guess what? You're not going to sell a home, yeah. Exactly. God in the universe can hear you. The tongue is powerful. You can't just say things and not be held accountable. People think manifestation, it happens overnight, and it doesn't. Yeah, it is a skill. It's a mindset. It is a mindset. You have to literally work on yourself, work on yourself, your self love, your self growth. Mm. It's a deeper, deeper, higher, higher self kind of work. You have to work on this. Yeah, it's not overnight. So, you know, for your listeners, when you get into manifestation, you want to change something in your life is the best thing to do and start is to change your mindset. Wake Mm. up in the morning and affirm that day. Mm. Start your day affirming. When I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do when I open my eyes is I thank God, is I pray, and then I manifest. It's two separate things that I do. I pray to God and, you know, I, I, I do my, you know, regular prayer. And then I manifest to God. Now, let's say if I was, you know, into the universe, I would get up and I would thank the universe and I would start manifesting. I would have my tea. I would meditate. It's all the way you live your life. Right. Manifestation is bigger than just um, just you saying words. You have to do the work. I struggle with that. Can I be honest? Like you can, I know I struggle and you know what I had, I had to tell myself, I realized because years and years and years ago, I went on a date with this guy and Mm -hmm. he was one of those people, you know, he would say, Hey, how are you doing? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. No, no, no. Don't say you're okay. Say you're blessed. And I remember being like, you annoy the hell out of me because (laughs) (laughs) I felt, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very much a Sagittarius. So how it comes up, I'm very kind of blunt. I try to be listeners. Y'all hear me trying to be classy and ladylike. And (laughs) I try to say it nice and polite. Y'all, there's so many edits I I have to say because I have to clean it up a little bit. But I have a tendency to just say what it is. And one of the struggles that I have with affirmations and manifesting is like feeling almost censored. Right. I, right. That's where I struggle with it when I get, uh, you know, because I, especially, you know, when I was in the midst of my caregiving struggles and in the midst of a lot of things and I would just be like, yo, I'm really tired. I don't really feel like doing this. I'm sick and tired of that. No, no, no. People would t- literally be like, no, don't say that. You know, just thank the Lord for it. I'd be like, shut up. This is how I feel. Right. 
So I, right. I, I can acknowledge that that's really the part of me that struggles with that is the part of me that wants to tell you exactly what it is right now versus thinking, okay, I am positive. It will be great. Like I, I'm getting there, right? It's a slow journey. But the part of me that wants to complain about what's happening right now right right being censored yeah that's my struggle you want you want to know what think about it if you think about when i when i manifest i think about all the the things i went through right Mm -hmm. and all the things i manifested and all that came true that was meant for me it was like my divine purpose Mm -hmm. for you when you start to backtrack and think a little negative or you're going to complain or things are not going your way. I feel like if you revert back to the happy times where manifestation has taken place in your life and things have came, you know, has came out of what you've manifested. I can even tell you one of them. You're, you're a real estate agent now, honey. Yeah. You're a real estate agent now. Yes, you are. I'm officially a realtor. Listeners, if you're in Florida, I'm ready for you, baby. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Yes. You see that? So, like, you have to just be positive. Positive positive thinking. Keep that mindset. Even if you go back on your words, Shannon, it doesn't matter. As long as you pick yourself up and you go back to that positive mindset, and manifestation and having faith. So when we're positive, and I'm 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 trying to say it like a sentence to make sure I'm getting it as well as the listener. Right. right. I, I want to be clear on this because uh, uh, we can be positive, we can be optimistic, we can think happy thoughts, but that does not mean denying what is happening or has happened or the pain that we may feel about certain things. Because I, you know, I'm thinking about. Do you remember? Did you ever watch Joel Osteen? Or is this just my Yes. yes. You know, there was a short period, and I'm I'm emphasizing short, period of my life where I was obsessed with Joel Osteen because I was obsessed with making my life better. And he was, everything was like, don't think about it, just smile and just put on a happy face and think about Jesus. And (laughs) and (laughs) that's my Joel Osteen, uh, you know. And so (laughs) he would sort of say it like that, like, and then he'd give an anecdote about something and then when I uh, when my mother got ill I started to listen to those same sermons and I was like I hate him because (laughs) because it yes yes you felt the pain I know you you mentioned that to me I I understand and yeah I understand where you're coming from because that's a very that's a very tough difficult time Mm -hmm. you know it is it's a tough time and it's not, you see, this is why I told you earlier, it's not, you. It, we're not telling you not to be sad or, mm. you know, to have a negative thought. You, that's, that's, that's not the way to be because what you're feeling, you're allowed to feel. You understand? You're allowed yeah. to feel. Yeah. But what it is, is once you're done feeling, you pick yourself back mm. up and you go back to that manifestation and the faith. Gotcha. So you leave it up to the universe and God. Yeah. Yes. Feel what you feel, but let's not wallow and stay there like pigs in the mud. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You see that I don't, I don't do the whole Joe Austin stuff where you smile and no, because you're allowed to feel it's what you do with that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think that a lot of times when we talk about positive thoughts or even affirmations and, and, and manifesting, I think that some people are doing, and we talked about this on a previous episode uh, with, with my sorority sister, Deetra, also a therapist. I think we talked about spiritual bypassing. Right. And that sometimes if we're not careful, those sorts of things can lead to spiritual bypassing because we're not giving people tools to deal with their, with their issues or their heartbreak. We're just telling them, ignore it, push past it, which isn't necessarily helpful and not what you would say a coach should do anyway, right? No, 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 absolutely not. You have to be able to feel what you're going through. And it's okay to feel what you're going to going through. Mm. People are allowed to feel pain. You're allowed to feel suffering. The question that we have is, how do you get out of this? So that's what I wanted to ask you because... You know, you had mentioned the things that you've gone through, but you said that you learned from it. How did you get into a learning space? A lot of times we have heartbreak, we have um, anger or a bad situation or a failure, anything that can kind of put us in a, in a down position. Some people seem like they don't really learn or they don't heal or they don't move to a new place mentally. They're there, the wound is there, and they're just bleeding all over the place. So how did you get to a, I have learned from this position? I would say that I had to go back to my little self, little Martha. What was going on with little Martha? Um, when I was younger, like, why did I feel like I was neglected? Why did I feel like I needed to be with, you know, in these compromising situations? Mm -hmm. Why didn't I feel like I was more than that? Or loved more. So for me, it kind of started with the self-love and growth. Like I had to figure out how to love that little Martha. Mm. What was I missing? What was happening yeah. when I was growing up? Because like your friend, Deidre, that, you know, is your sorority sister. She's a therapist. She will tell you, you have to get to the root of the problem. What mm. was making you uncomfortable? When you were little, it's usually your little Shannon yeah. where the problems occurred. So what I did was I literally went back and I, and I kind of, you know, thought, how did that make you feel? How would this make Martha, little Martha feel? Right. What's going on? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I putting myself in these situations? Why don't I love myself more and want more for myself? Hmm. It, it took a lot. It took a lot to get there. But I was realizing the same patterns were getting me in the same situations, whether it was in my business life, my personal life, you know, everything. Let me tell you, when you're in, when you're a victim, you're not only a victim in your relationship, you become a victim part of your whole life because you have to get to the root of the problem. Yeah. That's, so, you know, that, you always yeah. have to ask yourself, when did I learn that? Like there's, there's things that happen and I, I'm so glad you brought up patterns because a lot of times when you're like, and I don't think we realize this, when you're like around three to maybe seven, a lot of learned behavior and patterns get kind of baked into your brain about yes. knowing when to trust, who to trust, how to move. I got to do this on myself or, or, you know, those sorts of things sort of start to emerge. But if you really think back on when did I start to think this most of the time you'll go back to like that 
that smooth three to like 10 age. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where you have to try and, and um, how do I say, how, not repair, but kind of, you know, soothe that little um, child in you. Mm. Comfort her or, or him. Yeah. Comfort them. Like, show them the love that they were missing. Yeah. You know, and, and it was a lot for me. And once I learned that, my whole life changed. Mm. I changed my whole entire mindset. My mindset was changed for life. I'm not telling you I didn't go through things. You know, I did go through things, but I handled them completely mm. different. You were able to Com- handle life's troubles with a Absolutely. different set of tools and some new boundaries yes. and some new yes. mindsets because of, yes. of doing that work of reparenting yourself. Yes. And a lot of people can't repair themselves. And a lot of people go to your sorority sister, Deidre, they go to a therapist. And for me, um, back then, you know, um, I'm a black woman, you know, um, I'm a black woman, just like you, Shannon. And back then therapy was not in, that was not in, that wasn't an option for me when I was, when I was in that situation. And this was like about 10 years ago, 10, you know, 10, 15 years ago. So for me, I, I remember to... having to hide I was going to therapy from people. Yes. Not yes. not in a, you know, and now I tell everybody, oh, I know several therapists. Don't you want a number? So I, I you know, that thank God that the stigma of seeking help, seeking a coach, seeking yes. a psychologist, the, the yes. stigma is getting less and less and less. But you're right. Even like a decade ago, it was one of those things where you sort of, you know, you might mention it if y'all were having a marital issue or we're in marital counseling. Yes. Yes. But. You know, but just in general, like, I need to talk to someone. I need to get my ducks in a row. I think I'm depressed. You weren't, you weren't telling that to people. No, you weren't allowed. It was like, it wasn't like a thing. Now it's like mental health is so important. Yeah. I think we're all, we're all getting transparent about where we are in wanting to grow and wanting to thrive. Um, Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I love this time right now. I know that we're in a challenging, you know, pandemic and everything. Oh, yeah. The nation has gone awry. We're in a panorama, as I call it. (laughs) We're in everything right now. But besides that, I feel like now we're more educated. And like you said, everything is like therapy, mental health. It's transparent. We can talk about it Mm -hmm. as a community. You know, and, and be able to be like, you know what? You need to get help. Yeah. Or to be able to say, I need help, right? Exactly. Because a exactly. lot of us knew something wasn't right or yeah. you know, there was, a, a, I think, a lot of, I don't want to say dismissal, but particularly as uh, religious people and as black people, a lot of distrust for certain medical industries. Yes. And yes. so it was always sort of this idea of it's your job to fix you, just pray harder, just, uh, you know, well, why are you staying in the house? You know, just the way we all, you know, we all were taught to kind of push through pain as opposed to actually reaching out and getting help um, and working through it. So I'm hoping that for 2021, more of us are open to getting the help that we may need and being open and honest. Absolutely. I hope the same. I just hope, you know, we all get the help that we need because we can, you know, be very strong if we, you know, change our mindset and get the help. I love it. I love it. So it's a new year. 
This is actually my first episode of the year you're on. Congratulations. Oh, I feel very special right hey, now. Hey, congrats, congrats. So, um, you know, I was on a, somebody's Facebook, and they were saying that instead of a resolution, what's your word for 2021? Because, you know, 20, 2020, I literally had to be like, we made it, we survived. It was a year. Right, so. <laughs> we did. We survived a very difficult and crazy year very much so so what is your word my word ironically is the name of your business my word for 2021 is thrive I would say the same thing I would say thrive and if I could say a couple of more words I would probably say speak positively at all times like literally speak positive words at all times no matter what try to speak it into existence for 2021 because we've had a very crazy negative um unforgettable year so for 2021 let's keep it positive let's keep it positive so how do you think someone can go just the average person now i'm not talking about somebody who's got a whole bunch of deep issues now so because this is for (laughs) all the listeners don't email me like but what about this is general okay okay how can the average person go from surviving which I think was the theme of 2020 to thriving. How, how, what steps can a person take to thrive? Um, I would say, okay, I would say take it day by day, right? Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. my first thing would be take it day by day. So kind of start your day. Like I was saying in the beginning, um, start your day and, you know, set the tone for the day. Like, fuel your body, your mind, get your meditation in. Whatever you do to feel, I mean, to fuel your body and your mind and everything, that's what you would do in the beginning of your day. If you have your tea, um, anything. The way that you set the tone for the beginning of your day, it impacts how you're going to have your uh, uh, an amazing day. So that's what I would do. I would live, you know, this year, day by day, and setting the tone for my day and my morning. So I would also, um, yeah, I already said set intentions for the day. Um, I'd be mindful of my actions and my words. Mm. That's super important um, in 2021 and, and years to come. Yeah. Because if you're being mindful of what you're saying and the way you're moving and the way you're acting, you're going to thrive because you're being very um, conscious of what you're doing. Yeah. We need to move intentionally this year, basically. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, always remember what you put out will be your reality. Mm. Tell me more about that. What do you mean by that? What you put out will be your reality. Meaning, when we were talking earlier about how, you know, I said, um, I said something. Okay, you're not going to sell a home. You're not going to sell that home. Mm Mm-hmm. What you put out, anything you put out, you, you're you putting it out to the universe and God. If you're putting out that doubt, if you're not putting in the work, you're not, you know, doing your best to think positive and actually give your best. Try to be the best at whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. That's going to be your reality. If you're not doing what you need to do, you're going to possibly fail. And that's going to be your reality. You may not sell that home if you're doubting yourself and complaining mm-hmm. and not putting out that positive energy. 
How do you want to be healthy, but you don't want to eat healthy food? Well, I mean, in fairness, French fries are delicious. <laughs> French fries are pretty good, but if you like French fries, try sweet potato fries. Nah, you know what I mean? that's not a substitute. I mean, listen, <laughs> I enjoy both, but I'm just telling you, there's some listeners right now that are going, mm-mm, that's not the same. It isn't the same, <laughs> but you want to know what? It's just about your mindset. You see, for me, I'll look at sweet potato fries and be like, you know what? That's super appetizing because I put it out already. I right. said it's going to be great. It's it's super appetizing. Again, it's all about your mindset. And I would also say, too, for this year, you know, um, to thrive, I would say don't complain and be very grateful. Yeah. I think Do 2020 has reminded us. Yes. To be grateful for what we have and thankful for what is. Yes. And um, love yourself. Don't be afraid to set boundaries. Yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to love yourself. Whether you're married, you're not married, you're single, you're, you know, whatever it is. Love yourself. That's super important because when you love yourself, Everything else will follow. People will love you the same. Remember that. Yeah, the people that love you want to see you do well. That's Absolutely. the reminder I always give people. Like, if, if I love you, I don't want you failing. I don't want you homeless. I don't want you depressed. I want you succeeding. So if you're with someone, uh, whether that's a friend or in a romantic sense, or even like your family that's always trying to get you to do less, be less, particularly be less, then it's important to reevaluate their place and the access that they get to you. Yes. And your spirit. See, look at me giving y'all some tips. I'm, not, I'm deep some days. You are. To learn some stuff from you, Shannon, okay? You might have to come on my podcast. Hey. That's some thriving stuff. I would not mind a cross episode. I'd love to be on your show. That would be amazing, literally. That would be. Show. And then I, 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 I will add my own little um, upbeat 2021 uh reminder and that is that we have to focus on what we do want and by that I mean I too will pick on myself again but I remember being a little girl visiting my mom's offices and going I don't ever want to work in a place like this I and everything was I don't I don't I don't and then I got grown and the only place that would hire me was a place just like that And I spent most of my young adult years working in places that looked exactly like my mother's old job, but were worse than her old job because she actually enjoyed it and I hated it. So, you know, I was so focused on the life that I did not want that I didn't get clear and, and focused on what I did want. And so that's a shift that I am, you know, not in a, you know, I don't like being censored. So it's not so much me censoring myself as much as I think it's very important to focus our energy towards the positive aspect of what it is that we want. So if you're single and you looking at, you know, your friend, husband thinking, I don't want a man like that. And I don't blame you. <laughs> if he's no good, you don't want him. But instead, let's frame it in. I would like a partner who does X. I would love a partner who's this way or that way. You've got to frame it like that as opposed to. Um, I don't want nobody like, you know, you just, you know, you, cause you're speaking in terms of like, you're literally telling the universe, you just don't want nobody versus, <laughs> <laughs> oh my versus, God. you know what I'm saying? That I see a lot. I see a lot of us do that. Um, and especially, you know, 
my sisters in the church that are single, they have lists of what they want, but them lists of what they don't want be twice as long. It's too much. And I don't blame them, but I I get it. I get it. I get why you don't want that. But at the same time, we got to focus on, you know, what, what is positive. Okay. What, what do you want to invite into your space, into your energy, into your life? It's true. It is so true. And you're a married woman. So I am. And and they should take advice from you. Like I Girl, didn't nobody start listening to me till I got married. You know how people are. (laughs) I've been talking since for years and nobody cared. (laughs) Oh now y'all wanna hear my advice. (laughs) Exactly. You're an inspiration right now. Hello, you're married. Girl, let me tell you. Okay, we're about to veer off topic because here it goes. We are. We are. We have this is another episode. We could talk for days. That's I'm just saying I'm married and, and I am thankful to be married. But me being married is not enough to be an inspiration or a role model. And I'm not saying that to downplay it, but you know, we have a society, particularly as black women, because we get told, Oh, you know, so so and so many of us percentage are single or you know, people don't want black women. We get told all that stuff. And right. then our churches treat marriage like an idol. You know right. what I mean? Like they pretty right. much worship it. It's like your life goal. So, you know, but you're really building a relationship with someone. It does no good to be married if you're miserable, if you have to shrink all of yourself, if you are in a situation in which you are walking on eggshells every day, or you got to worry about, you know, you or your partner tipping and dipping every time y'all mad, y'all leave. You know, if you got that kind of, you're better off single if you're in that kind of marriage. Right. So so I don't want to deify marriage just because it is um, not an automatic a it's amazing for everybody. I'm happily married. You know, I love my husband, but but that also doesn't really make me magical compared to (laughs) anyone else. But you know what? I was actually saying that you're an inspiration because I feel like you're happily married and you're also have changed your life, your mindset. Yeah. And I feel like what the advice that you're giving off is just the mindset, like, you know, trying to give other women some pointers on how for them to get a partner and for, you know, to lay it out. I think that's what's inspirational yeah. and that you're actually, you know, you're you're here like you're you're living it. You're living in the moment and you have other things that you can inspire, you know, the women at church. You know, you actually go for what you want to do. You've learned a lot yeah. along the way. Yeah, so, honey, I've been through it, but yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, you have. And I, you know, I, I, it was such a pleasure to meet you and just hear your story and how strong you are. And then, you know, um, I feel like that's like inspiring. Oh, that's thank you. I find you inspiring. <laughs> thank you so much Shannon seriously you too I mean I can we can go on for days like this right your viewers are gonna be like what they're used to me that's the whole point that's the whole point of the show we get in here and run our mouths and have a conversation and hopefully people are at home talking back to us and laughing with us and and then they'll share it with their friends and loved ones so the entire point of cocktail conversations is the conversation right right I love this conversation it was amazing I felt you know, it felt good to my soul. Good, good. It felt good to mine too. Do you have anything you want to share with my listeners before we head out? Um, I just want to say that, you know, just change your mindset. Try to think positive for most of the time. 
you know, don't, you know, try to fake your life or fake your emotions. It's okay to feel. That energy alone will help your spirit and the outlook in your life, and it'll help you thrive. I so, love it. yeah, those are my last words, you know, and and follow me on Instagram, Thrive with Martha. You know, um, I'm always here to inspire anyone and, you know, um, offer my coaching um, services. I love that. I was just about to ask you uh, where people can reach you. And you have a website as well. Tell me. Yes. And it's on my Instagram. Um, the link is on my Instagram. It's um, thrivewithmartha.com. And, um, you know, I'm going to have some really great stuff coming out soon. Um, I'm going to be offering some you know, um, consultations for free. I'm going to be doing Ooh. a lot of giving. Yes. So, you know, stay tuned for that. And also I'm coming out with a course. So I have a lot of stuff coming out. So I'd love for your viewers to take a look at that. All right. I love that. And I will have the link to the website and her Instagram in the description box. And you guys need to follow her for some giveaways. I love that. Martha, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you for having me, Shannon. It was a pleasure. All right, my loves, that's it for this week. I want to thank my guest, Martha, for being with us and being so open and transparent. I want to thank all of you for listening. And I want to share a song of the week. You know, Jasmine Sullivan's been giving us... Ooh, honey, she gives it to us, doesn't she? And so she has a brand new song with her called Girl Like Me. I encourage you to listen to it. The vocals are killer, which, duh. But the subject matter is really interesting. And I think all of us, uh, <laughs> all of us good girls, good church girls growing up can probably relate a little bit or have felt like that at some point in our journeys. So it's definitely an interesting perspective. But, you know, I'm here for the notes. I'm here for the vocals. I'm here for the runs. And it's stunning. So that's my song for the week. You can always email me at cocktailconvo7 at gmail.com. You can shoot me a voice message, and the link for that is in the description box. You can also donate. You know, I need a little change. <laughs> that's also in the description box. And I encourage you to rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends and family. And anywhere that you listen to podcast the ratings help us get more attention uh more notice more listeners so i love you babes have a wonderful week have a blessed new year Woo! 2021 we got this bye my babes look what you did.